Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And you got more uh, Slater sound that you promised. Slater. You got a lot to do over there. I really am busy. So just please. Just sit there. Give me some space, uh, will you? <laughs> Tired of all your talking. <laughs> totally. Of a chip. <laughs> Have your salt. We've got a lot to do. Yeah. And there's man. calls. All right. Um, Breaking Jordan, news, Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole's been benched. Wait, what? By the Washington Wizards. That That's not possible. Uh, that's correct. Their head coach, their interim head coach, and I will give you $10 if you can name him. Oh, the Wizards interim head coach? Uh, <laughs> Don't look it up. No, I'm not. Don't look it up. I'm looking at Anthony Lamb right now in the New Zealand Breakers. <laughs> Uh, $10 if you can name the Wizards interim coach. Randy. By the way, I give, my you, ear, I, give with you, you. I give you $10 if you could name, like, I don't know, seven NBA coaches. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> I know. It's coach Thibs is one. It's kind of become the weirdest, like, yeah. nondescript thing in sports, right? right? NBA coaches. Who are you? I, honestly, Who are you? I don't know. I don't know that I could name 10. And I watch this stuff every night. Yeah, you could name ten, but I probably could. Is it uh is it Jacques Vaughn? <laughs> I don't know. In the news, but yeah. no. Yeah. It is not a Jacques Vaughn. His name is Brian Keefe. Ever heard of him before? Brian Keefe got the job? Yes. Yes. Heard of Any relation to Adam Keefe? Stanford. The former Greg. Stanford Center, yeah. <laughs> Love the Might have been a forward, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Ginger Brian Keefe, huh? Brian Keefe, yeah. He's had enough of this Jordan Poole crap, and he's not going to stand for it anymore. So, uh, the start. The, the, by the way, they haven't even announced the starters. He just wanted to announce that Jordan's not one of them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Most likely going to be uh, Bilal Kulbali. Close. Whatever the hell his name is. How do you say it? Kulabali. Kulabali. I rolled over the eye. Who cares? I had another <laughs> vowel. He's got too many vowels in his last name. Uh, or Corey Kispert. It's most likely going to be one. Yeah. Corey Kispert. <laughs> one of them. He's a Gonzaga guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Boy, if Steve Kerr me. can't develop young players, then what about Brian Keefe? Because this Jordan Poole guy stinks. Man. What happened to him? Anyway, Don't know. Anyway. In other news. Yeah, no, Jordan. By the way. By in the other way. news, the Pistons are down by 29. <laughs> How many minutes does he have? Uh, Wiseman's played eight minutes. This is James Wiseman. He's 0 for 1. He's a negative 9. (laughs) (laughs) Grandy with a big chuckle from the back. What did Lucas say? Lucas must have said something funny. Nothing. I just was laughing about Wiseman, and he cracked the mic just to hear my laugh. (laughs) Great producing. That was great producing. That was a great off mic chuckle. That was was a really, really Johnny on the spot moment. By the way, I have one more thing to add to the Jordan Poole All story. Right. I hope the mayor in Northeast Ohio is still listening. Well, of course he is. Because the Warriors didn't develop James Wiseman. They did not. And he's got credibility. Not Wiseman. The mayor. Uh, I have some credibility. Thank you. Grandy's uh, <laughs> on fire. You got to hear why. Brian Keefe was asked, because this is what the media does. They hold the coach's feet to the fire. Finally, somebody around here. And they said, interim. Yeah, they said, hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. Why did you bench Jordan Poole? You don't bench Jordan Poole. What do you think he said? It's a great question. He said, I'm tired of watching him <laughs> dribble, 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 and shoot 30-footers. <laughs> In Family Feud, that would be a correct answer. That's not what he said, but you you, you sort of captured the essence of what he said. Um, it's a move that, quote, was made in the best interest of the team. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oof. 
Oof, oof, in oof. other words, none of his teammates like it when he's on the court. Right. So listen, the, the Warriors can tell me anything they want. They acquired Chris Paul because they just wanted to get rid of Jordan Poole. And they wanted to turn him into financial flexibility. Financial flexibility has a name. It's Chris Paul. But that's what they acquired. Financial flexibility. It doesn't fit on the back of the jersey, so they just gave him one that says Paul. But his name is Financial Flexibility. Therefore, I am nor triggered nor interested in whether he does or doesn't play. It doesn't bother me. Then again, it won't bother me if he doesn't because it's a big nothing burger. He just represents flexibility which will be further acquired at the end of this year in the form of actual flexibility. So why are we worried at all about him on the court? It's it's kind of irrelevant to what they're doing right now. Well, it's actually very relevant to what they're doing because if you think that he can help you win games, you're going to play him. And if he helps you win games, then you can tolerate Pajemski maybe having his minutes cut. But if you play him and Pajemski's minutes go down and you don't win, fans are going to be outraged. Of course. And you will be triggered it, uh, totally. if Chris Paul is playing and Pod's minutes go down. Even if they win games, I think that'll bother you. Because you want to see Pod's out there. I don't see that happening. Steve Kerr is literally having uh, Pod's gasms. Pod's party. <laughs> pod's gasms. Yeah, pod's gasms on almost every interview we've had with him. He loves that guy. So who, who has their minutes cut? Chris, Chris Paul. Chris Paul's going to play. He's going to play some. Right. Sparingly. And what's he playing this year when he plays? About 20 minutes a night? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Kenyonis. There you go. There's a name. He can get some DNPs. Sure. That's fine. Okay. You want to take that He's away? He's taking Lester's minutes. Yeah. How many minutes a game has Kenyonis got? How's that been going? He's at 12.9. Minutes? Chris, Chris Paul's getting 28 minutes a night. That was then. This is now. Correct. I know. Yeah. I'm just telling you that that's where Chris Paul has been. He got 15. 27.6. 15. Yeah, he's going to get more than 15. No, and I, I, don't I like want it. Warriors fans to brace themselves. I don't like it. You got to brace yourself because. I don't like it. Well, you don't have to like it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> and this I is, won't. This speaks to what you were talking about before with Steve Kerr and the challenge he has as far as who to play and. How do you know who's playing well and who's not? You're going to default to veterans when you have a veteran like Chris Paul come back and get healthy. I mean, GP2 is back. I know not tonight, but like, I don't, I, I'd rather have GP2 on the floor. Plays defense. Yeah. Finishes at the rim. I'd rather have GP2 on the floor. Do you want to know the number one thing when I just super lame in here? When I'm watching these fourth quarters, and the Warriors keep going, okay, other team, you score all the points, and we'll see if we can hang on. <laughs> Fun game. When, when they do that every night, do you want to know what my eyes see that they can't do, that they need to do in the final five minutes of the game? Get a rebound? Rebound. Yeah. Okay, so let's put Chris Paul in the game. Give me a break. I mean, why? Just again, Why? Why? So he doesn't turn the ball over the same way Pajemski already doesn't turn the ball over? I don't see it. I don't see it. He's averaging more rebounds a game than Clay Thompson is. Well, Chris Paul. So then, then there. Then you find your person that you can put on the bench sometimes. Clay Thompson. Sure. I mean, that might happen. Chris Paul's getting 3.8 rebounds a game. So, yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that's not nothing. That's almost as much as Steph. Guru in San Jose? Is this the guru? Now nah, he's going to the game tonight. Oh, all the more reason to give us a call and talk dubs, no? <laughs> hey, Guru, Guru, no, yeah, that's a good point. Call us from Chase Center. But first, the other Guru. Hi, Guru, what's going on? Welcome to Willard and Dibs. Hey, guys, what's going on? And, yeah, by the way, Guru is my given name, so that's what I actually go by, and that's my legal name as well. Wow, is your last name Pandia? Because you sound so, no. you sound exactly like Doc Pandia. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. All right. Right? Man, not bad. What do you right, give guys. me for my guru sounds out. like Pandia? It's really good. Okay. Really good. All right. All right, God given guru. Go ahead. 
All right, all right. I mean, I, I, I mean, I have to agree with everything, everything Willard's saying. I mean, with, I mean, with Chris Paul coming, with the biggest problem with Chris Paul on the court was not necessarily Chris Paul himself, but the players that he was playing with. And uh, the fact of the matter is, when Chris Paul was on the court, the Warriors were giving up the most second chance opportunities in the NBA. And so you can't have that. You have to be able to finish off defensive possessions. And one thing that Pajemski has provided that's been an underrated aspect of all of this is that he's rebounding the ball. And so he's he's able to finish off those defensive possessions for them because he's a really good rebounding guard. So that's just another reason to put him in the, in the starting lineup. And uh, another reason why Chris Paul shouldn't be seeing minutes, especially when Steph or and or GP2 and maybe even Pajemski is on the floor with him. So there, there just isn't a spot for him on in the lineup. He's just too small. And it's, it's more of a Warriors team construction problem than a Chris Paul problem. Guru, it's great stuff. I, I mean, I'll throw this all at. Thank you very much for the call. Um, like, you know who leads the uh, Warriors in rebounding per game? You know who's number one on the team? My guess would be Draymond. Uh, Draymond Green is a correct answer. 6.7. You know who's number two? Man, Kaminga? Should um, be. No, not even close. No, still come on. Come on, Looney. 6.3 a game. You know who's next? Yeah. Who? It's Pods. Freaking Pazimski. Pajowski kid. Yeah. <laughs> Pajowski. The dude's averaging almost six a night. Six as a guard. Yeah. He gets in there and gets a full. It's dirty. He gets more than a more than a rebound per game more than Kaminga does. So, Which is, I mean, that's something you got to show Kaminga. You tape that to his locker, right. And say, "Come on, J.K. Really? Right." right. Sarich is getting more than uh, J.K. J.K. is getting more than Wiggins, though. I thought you'd like that. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Speaking of Wiggins, I think that's uh, who Greg and Petaluma wants to talk about. Hey, Greg, what's up? Hey, you guys. You know, I think you're way underrated as far as humor goes. You you are funny dudes. I'm sitting here listening to you, Mark, saying, knock, knock, knock. Andrew, are you there? And I, I started laughing, and I started remembering years ago there was a commercial for a a horror show. I think it was at Studio City in Southern California, and they would they would have people come out of the horror show, and they and their hair would be sticking straight up, and their eyes were wide open, and their face was white, and a guy would wave his hand in front of the eyes and say, "The lights are on, but nobody's home." <laughs> and that's exactly what the way I felt about Andrew Wiggins. Uh, Greg, I tell you what, we've been in front of the mirror uh, all morning long working on our shtick. So we're really uh, we're we're excited that it's landing with you. Really, really appreciate that. You know, the funny thing is, is we're sitting here still saying this about Andrew Wiggins, and uh, like I, I almost feel kind of bad because the last couple of weeks has been. It's actually been like the best basketball we've seen him play in a year. Right. And again, the bar's set pretty low, though, when you say that, because he hasn't really played very well all year. And I look at, you know, just the stats, and I know stats don't tell the full story, but his effective field goal percentage is bottom 12 in the league. His raw numbers shooting it very bad. His career averages in points a game, lowest of his career. And so, yeah, it's been a nice little couple of week bounce back and yes it's the best he's played in a year but you gotta remember last year he shut it down for half a year and then this year he came back and he was awful to start the year yeah no i mean for sure and i still think andrew wiggins is the one who's in this sort of like the middle bucket you know what i mean if you took all of these players and you start thinking about the future wiggins is the one where and i hate this because dude's a champ. He's a champ. He'll never not be a champ. He was absolutely integral in you winning a champ. But don't you feel like the average Warrior fan, if you're looking at emotional response to the idea of keep or don't, yep. Wiggins is the one where there's like no emotional response. Yeah, It feels very take it or leave it right now. And it feels like the response is, well, what can we get for him? You know, if because he, he's got three more years in his deal, and you get to the offseason, I do think that he'll be shopped. I know he was shopped at the trade deadline, 
and the Warriors didn't feel like what they were going to get back was going to be good enough, but I would imagine that they shop him again in the offseason. Yeah, and, and, and therefore, that's one of the guys over the last 29 games that in an odd way you root for, but maybe not for the reason that's normal. Right. You're not rooting for him because you're like, yeah, it helps win basketball games. Um, are you looking for Andrew Wiggins to just build his value? Which I would say since the trade deadline, he has. Yeah. His value is more right now than it was two, two, three weeks ago. He responded when he didn't get dealt, and he immediately came out and had a great game, had one of his better games of the year. Uh, Nick in San Jose is next. Hi, Nick. What are you doing? Hey, guys. How you doing? I'm on, the way to, I'm on my way to the game. You know, I just want to chime in. I love, love the station. You guys, are, you guys are doing great. I just wanted to chime in really quick about Chris Paul, specifically him being out of the lineup. And it's just, there's this human phenomenon that takes place, and it revolves around this sort of recency bias where as soon as someone's out of the lineup for, let's say, three weeks or a month or more, we automatically don't need them anymore. For some, We make excuses to not play them anymore. They're undervalued all of a sudden. If I recall correctly, when Chris was on the, in the lineup, our second team thoroughly dominated our starting lineup, like literally carried us through that first part, first 20 games or so. And, you know, the same thing happened with Draymond when he, when he was uh, suspended. We were ready to trade Draymond. We don't want him. And now, you know, he's, you know, the queen of, you know, he's, he's you know, the icing on the cake. We love him. We can't get enough of Draymond. I got the feeling that it's going to be the same thing with Chris Paul once he gets back in the lineup. We're only going to have 10 guys playing. That lineup is going to shrink as the playoffs get closer. Um, right now, we've got about 10 solid rotational pieces. Um, that does not include Moses Moody, so I'm curious to see what happens with that. Definitely does not include Quinones or, or, uh, or Davis. So, I don't know. I just, I just don't want to get too hard on Chris yet because he's been out of the lineup. And we can't be too rough on him. Let it, let him come back, and we just forget so quick what he did to this team. Last thing I'll say, and I'll go off with this: I'm hard on Clay Thompson. I'm tough on him. But you know what I did earlier today? I watched Game Four of the 2022 NBA Finals, the <laughs> Steph game. There's deservedly so the Steph game. Clay Thompson was huge in that game with some big shots and a big defensive stop. So if we truly are light years ahead in a different franchise, then let's. Let's get let's give Clay some time to find himself. You know, let's see how the second half of the season goes. Love you guys. Love the show. Thank you, Nick. Thank you Thanks, so Nick. much. That's a that's, that's a very uh, coherent phone call. Yeah, and a very very fair yeah. uh, opinion. But here here okay. You want me to give Chris Paul something? I'll give Chris Paul something. He works very well with Dario Saric. They clearly have a chemistry. Yeah, and that was important off the bench early on in the season. My response to that, though, uh, is it's not that it's short-term memory. It's that life has changed. One of the reasons the second unit was so much better than the first unit was not because the second unit was great. It was because the first unit was terrible. Yeah. It was because Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins were both awful for extended periods of time. Well, that has now been adjusted by a number of things. This is a completely different roster than it was in December. Think about what's new. Well, first of all, Clay Thompson is now on the bench and part of the second unit, if you will. Secondly, Jonathan Kaminga, completely different player. Third, and maybe most important when it comes to Chris Paul, Brandon Pajemski has grown into a player, a player you can count on, you can give 30 minutes to, and get very good production in multiple fronts of the basketball court. So there's that. Andrew Wiggins, at least in a very recent scenario, is a viable wing again on both sides of the floor. Add all that together, and again, I'm not suggesting you give him DNPs, but I am not handing a significant role back to Chris Paul with this group, which has played its best basketball without him. And also, it's worse basketball without him. Um, and you look at you know, the, some the of the worst? games. Well, the worst that they, they had was when they lost all those games in a row. And he was a part of that. When they lost well, they lost three in a row, they lost five of seven. Yeah, He played in some of those games. He was hurt for some. It's been up and down, and he's been in and out of the lineup. 
Um, we have an update from Steve Kerr from the arena with regard to the availability of Chris Paul. Okay. Chris Paul is slated to return in October. <laughs> no, that's not what he said. <laughs> um, the Warriors, he will not return um, over these next few home games. Chris Paul is likely to return at some point on the upcoming road trip. Uh, the upcoming road trip will start Tuesday in Washington, okay. where both he and Jordan Poole can come off the bench together. That'll be exciting. <laughs> uh, but yes, the upcoming road trip starts Tuesday in Washington. It then takes them to New York Thursday, Toronto Friday, Boston Sunday. There's your four-game road trip. Uh, the Warriors have three home games tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday before that. So at some point on the road trip is when they expect Chris Paul to return. Okay. I look forward to seeing how they integrate him and what kind of minutes he eventually gets. Because right away, he won't get up to what where he's been playing for sure, the most part sure. of the year, 28 or so minutes. But when he's played, he's played at least 20 minutes in every game, except for the one game where he got hurt. Yeah, I just think, again, at different points of the season, players were asked and needed to do different things. Yeah, I don't look at And look, this can change on a dime. Somebody could, you know, I'm not going to say it out loud, but right. I mean, right? We, we all know we what know. happens. We know. Injuries happen. I don't know what their needs are going to be. But when I look at who the Warriors have been for the last three weeks and a team that's won eight of their last ten basketball games, I don't see a team that's sitting there going, you know what we need? We need a 38-year-old backup point guard. That's what we're missing. I'm sorry. I just don't see it right now. What they need is a guy who can come in and – steady the offense and not turn the ball over, which you mentioned the rebounding problems with their fourth quarter collapses. It's also turnover problems in those fourth quarters but, where they, they give with, it up live Pajemski. ball turnovers. No, it's, it's just the team in general. So you bring in a guy who is excellent with the ball, doesn't turn it over very often, and I think he can be a steadying influence in late in games. Yeah, I mean, well, it, it, to me it's not even about late in games. Again, I got no issues with 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, he, yes, a role, not the role that he had. I don't see that. I don't, I don't see that available. It's just not available right now. It would be wild if this team played Chris Paul for 28 minutes. <laughs> who's leaving? Like, at whose expense? Right. You know, you've won, uh, you've won 8 of 10. Um, Chris Paul, 1.2 turnovers per game. Brandon Pajemski, 1.3. You know what I mean? It's pretty uh it's pretty even. Pretty comparable, yeah. yeah. Lucas, you want us to take this or not? Yeah, you like it? Okay, of course. Dude, <laughs> it's well, I mean, yeah, it's it's Filmo, but he didn't give me the green light. Now we got the green light, which is exciting because ladies and gentlemen, it's Filmo Mike. What up, Filmo? Hey, what's up, fellas? Happy New Year's to y'all, man. For real though. How y'all doing? Perfect. Why, Mike? Why? Hey man, listen, I gotta tell I got hey, listen, man. I got I got wavering a little bit on me, man. Chris Paul is the perennial All Pro. Okay, not only does he not turn the ball over, but he's he's a great defender. Okay, Draymond Green has surprised everybody. You know, hey, hey look, man, that team is. Steph Curry said he got the secret sauce. So get ready for the ride, baby. Cause man, hey man, Skyblin, and you don't know what Clay Thompson is trying to pull out his hat, man, with this new role, right? And you know, do you know when Steve Kerr used to get a key, the board to uh, to the players and let them uh, coach? You know, I'm looking for that again. But they loaded, man, and it, everything's going the right way, man. You know what I'm saying? So let, let's have some confidence in these guys, man. You know what I'm saying? Let's not waver with these guys. They they finna come through. Look, you remember when Durant came? We he wasn't playing that good with at first till they started playing, till they started gelling, and then they couldn't touch it. So watch it happen, man. Watch watch the magic. All right, OG Filmo, thank you. So I know what everyone's thinking. They're like, that's not Filmo, Mike. Well, Lucas put up on the board OG Filmo Mike, and I was thinking he meant like that's the the OG Filmo uh, Mike is on gotcha. the phone. I didn't know it was a different guy, who by the way is not OG Filmo Mike. That's Michael Irvin. Do not tell me that that was not Michael Irvin. That was Michael Irvin on the phone. 
Oh, that was. I thought you were oh saying Michael God. Irvin the was OG Filmo. No. Oh my God. That sounded exactly like Michael Irvin. A little bit of Michael Irvin yeah. in there. Yeah. We had Doc Pandia call and call himself Guru. <laughs> we got Filmo Mike. We got Michael Irvin calling. Are you joking? And, and calling himself the OG Filmo Mike. We got a wild hour going on on Willard. We may Gibbs. need to do a side by side by because that. That was really uh, Irvin-esque. <laughs> I think amazing. you're right. That and, was amazing. Man, he's... So get ready for the ride, baby. That's a... Right, that yeah. rasp. He got the rasp. Yeah, he does. Get ready for the ride. Big um, time rasp. Now, with all that said, kind of disagreed with just about everything he said. Well... Like, the I, war... Like, I, I get... I just don't want ever to play the name game. And we do this sometimes. You know? So, OG says, like, the Warriors are loaded. Right. Name value. Name value. They're loaded. They're also the 10 seed. This is the 10 seed, you know? So now we can go back to uh, the Mr. Uh, Cleveland Credible, uh, the mayor of uh, Cleveland Hoops or whatever his name so was. I have some credibility here. Thank you. And he was the one <laughs> who said, listen, what are you, you're, you're all waiting for this, this crater, this drop-off, this bottoming out. And it's already happening. Right. You're the 10 seed. It's happening before your eyes. Um, I think that lacks context. Um, but somewhere in there, there's a shred of truth to it. Like, we're partly there. If, if, if Depends on how the season ends. If the journey to bottoming out is inevitable, wouldn't you say, like, the car has already left the garage. Well, you're heading I, toward yeah, the bottom. Like I don't know, and I don't know that they'll ever hit rock bottom. That's what Lakeham is saying he doesn't want to do. Right. But no, they're not. You're not sitting. At, no, they've won eight of ten, and and they're still a favorite to make the playoffs. So that's not quote bottoming out. It may mean that the dynasty's over. I think those are two different things. Well, yeah, the dynasty is over unless you win another championship, probably this year, because you know you can't go seven years in between titles and say you have a dynasty because dynasties happen with titles in bunches. And, you know, if you don't win another title, then yeah, you'd look back and say the fourth championship was the end of it. And that's the way it goes. But bottoming out is not like stepping off of a roof of a 12 story building and you sink quickly to the bottom. Sometimes it's a slow, slow, inexorable crawl toward the bottom. And if they're the 10 seed and they, they find their way into the playoffs, and they lose in the first round, and then next year, you don't even make it into the play-in game. And then it's an incremental slide. It's not like they go from winning a title to lottery team three years in a row. That would be a dramatic race to the bottom. Well, this team's not doing that. I think the whole thing is, is kind of fascinating because if you just kind of go at it in, in a simple sort of a way, the emotional side of any fan, self-included, when Joe Lacob says... We're not bottoming out. We're not ever going to be a lottery team. I'm not interested in that. I don't want to go that route. Your emotional response is, yeah, that's right. That's right. I don't ever want to even think about that. Um, however, your analytical side, or at least mine, my analytical side goes, I, 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 don't, I don't know if that's the best idea. I don't think, listen, don't ever purposefully bottom out. Don't ever tank. That I understand, but this idea of like a visceral reaction to ever having a really awful season that puts you in the lottery, I don't know if that's the best way to, to build a team. You need great players. It's awesome if you want to go get all the free agents, but how many of those are there a year? How many difference makers at the top of your roster are out there in free agency and you're just going to get them all? Because you're the Warriors? Right, your culture. I don't think that it works that way. You're going to, at some point in, in your run, Joe Lacob, you guys are going to have to draft a star. I don't really know any, like, what, what's an example of a great NBA team that's out there right now who didn't draft any of their good players? Uh, the Lakers. Um, the Lakers. I mean, their best players are, yeah, I mean, they're not homegrown. Debatable to call them top of the league. They've I had mean, a championship in recent years. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can say what you want about it, but they they won the championship. They won the in-season tournament this year, too. Most <laughs> recent banner given out. Yes, Lakers. Yes. yes, they did. Free agents this upcoming year. Yes, they did. Uh, Tyrese Maxey, Paul George, LeBron, if he opts out, Siakam, 
Ananobi, James Harden, DeRozan. I think that what you're saying is mostly true. Like, you don't often find free agents who are out there who you can just nab and plug them in, and all of a sudden you become a championship yeah. team. Yeah. I mean, there are good teams. I get it. You know, the Knicks didn't draft their best players. Yep. And they're the four seed right now. Um, you know, the Pacers are the uh, the six seed. They didn't draft their best player. Um, I mean, maybe the better example, you brought up the Lakers. You probably should have brought up their uh, sweet mates. Um, yeah. The Clippers didn't draft any of those people. Um, so it's doable, but I think it's pretty tough. I think it's pretty tough. I think it's a lot better to do it to look like Boston looks right now. Right, and or, look like Golden State did all these years. Look like Golden State did, sure, sure. And even if you look at a team like you know, the Phoenix Suns, who's brought in a couple of hired guns, they've still got, like I think, I think the core person on that roster is Devin Booker. You know, it's not, even if you think Kevin Durant's their best player, I think yeah. the core of what's going on with that team is Devin Booker. He's the now and the future of that team. And you look at Jokic in Denver. Same. And, you know, you look at all the other teams that are competing in the West and, you know, OKC, Oklahoma City. Minnesota. Even Dallas, although they didn't they didn't draft Luka. They got him on draft night. That counts. Yeah. That counts. You know, draft day trade. Um, 888-957-9570. Rich in Fremont. Hey, Rich, what are you doing? Getting off work, and I'm looking Good. at red lights and light plates. Glad so you called, Rich. Yeah, no, it's not. But hey, that's here in the Bay Area. If you live here, that's what you got to deal with. So, anyway, um, I was going to say that I think really at the end of the day, regardless of who who you know who's on the roster and who's playing and who's not, you know, this is crunch time for the Warriors. Okay, I don't care if it's Chris Paul or, or if it's Lester Keonis, whoever's on that floor. They better they better bring their A game from here on out because if they don't, then guess what? It, it's probably is going to be over because they got teams in the West that can contend with them just in just about every every uh, position that they that they have. Okay, with the exception of maybe Steph. Okay, um, so my my whole take on this is hey, regardless of who it is, regardless of how you construct that roster, when Chris Paul comes back or Moses Moody comes back. I don't care who it is. They better be playing. They better be balling out. Because if they're not, then guess what? Guys, it's over. Thanks, fellas. Well, Rich, that's an interesting one. Thanks so much. I mean, um, that concept sort of presupposes that um, you still think the Warriors are fighting for a championship. And I guess it's not that they're not. I mean, right. right like, they're allowed. They're allowed to go into the playoffs and, and win the whole thing. My mind is not even like you'd have to have a bunch of things go right over the next six weeks for me to even start letting the idea of a championship into my brain. That's 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 way up at the top of the staircase, and there's a bunch of other stairs that you still need to climb. Right, but you have to, you know, get into the play in first, and then get into the playoffs. And like you said, you'd have to pull off some pretty impressive upsets. But things could break your way, and the teams at the top of the Western Conference are not. Rife with experience, you've got some new some newcomers up there, Minnesota and OKC. So there could be some vulnerability there, no doubt, no doubt, no uh, no playoff experience uh, at a deep level for those teams. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Willard and Dibs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcast. While you're there, you can check out Anthony Slater's conversation with the Morning Roast, which we have referenced a couple times, played some audio from, and promised one other clip from him. And uh, we have that for you now as well. And and that is with regard to Clay Thompson. We wanted to make sure we knew what the exact sort of idea was behind this conversation because it's about these final 29 games. And if there's a chance that either Steve Kerr or Clay Thompson could be finishing their Warrior careers over these last 29 games. And the guys asked Anthony, um, which was more likely to end up basically somewhere else next year? Uh, I would probably, if I had to choose one of those two, uh, speculatively, I would say it's more likely that it would be Clay's final 29 because uh, his money is taxed and his money is a lot harder as like a Tetris piece to, to fit with the whole second apron coming. And Joe Lacob even mentioning to Cal- Tim Kawakami the other day 
that they might even try to get out of the tax. Like right. there, there's a little motivation for that. Like, you know, Clay Thompson's making 43 million. He's going to have to take some type of pay cut, but you know, the Warriors would have to really have him take a pay cut if, if, uh, you know, you're going to get under the tax. So to me, there's a lot more complications there. And, and there's more suitors out there that I think will be kind of uh, potentially there to steal Clay Thompson away. Whereas, Yeah, I, uh, this is something I started thinking about yesterday. And you remember when we were talking about guys like Jerry Rice and, right. you know, just beloved athletes who finished their career with, with other teams. Um, this is a conversation for later, depending on how this all goes. I'm just starting to wrap my head around the concept and it's starting to become more and more believable to me. Right, and that, more palatable, that, too, yeah, I think. That Clay wears another jersey. And someday. I'm starting to become more okay with seeing him out there in, a, in another jersey because his time here has been wonderful, four titles, but it feels like this year and the player that he's been may not fit, and if he wants to go out there and get more money than the Warriors are willing to pay him, well, then you thank him for his time here and you root for him. Except for the games where he plays Golden State. Right. <laughs> uh, I hear people say Philly a lot. Philly might be interested. Okay. Clay Thompson. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where where I see it. I do see well, him on a team that is competitive. Yeah. I don't see him going to, you know, Detroit or oh, San no, no, Antonio no, no, no. or I know they brought up Orlando yesterday. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just the thing about it sometimes is guys get to a portion of their career where you have to go somewhere else to realize what your your role is. And and in fact, that's happened repeatedly around sports. You can think about the examples all over the place, which is, I mean, look at Carmelo Anthony's career. You know what I mean? It's like for a while, it's like, dude, you're a one, you're an Olympian, you're in the NBA Finals. And then you get into your 30s, and like next thing you know, you're like playing 11 minutes off right. the bench to knock down a three. And Clay could still be an amazing option. I'm not saying 11 minutes, but if you went somewhere else and went, dude, just like we don't need you to be our two, right? Like just right, just be over there and knock down threes for 22 minutes a night. I, I mean. Wow, he'd be an amazing option, a high-level option. For sure. And people will pay for that. The Carmelo example is fascinating, and I, I couldn't remember all the teams, so I just looked oh it God, up. Oh, my God, he played for all of them. Well, a lot of Denver, yep, and then a ton with the Knicks, sure. and then he got to that point that you're talking about. He was 32, going into his 33-year-old year, OKC for a year, Houston, 10 games he got hurt, Portland for actually two seasons, and then he was a Lakers. A Laker. So... That's the kind of, and I don't know if Clay is going to end up having that trajectory, but that is the kind of player that, you know, Carmelo became kind yeah. of like a, a hired shooter, a hired sniper. Yep. Yeah. And Sammy G on YouTube says he can be that now. And that's true. Maybe that's what they're priming him to be. Right. But it's harder for the player, I think, to accept it when it's here. If you go right, somewhere right. else, you automatically go through the realization of they're not signing me to be there too. I don't think sometimes Clay knows any other way to be here. Right, because he's always been that. Exactly. He's a splash brother. He's a splash brother. If he goes to fill-in-the-blank team, he's no longer a splash brother no. in that way. He's just a guy who you want to come in and make some threes. Uh, real quick, because we're up against it, but uh, OG Filmo Mike is called back because apparently it was like defend his honor. OG, I'm sorry. I thought you were the other Filmo Mike. Hey, fellas, hey, real quick, hey, I don't I ain't gonna take up a whole lot of time, but let me just uh, read out my credentials, man. Uh, my name my nickname is Donut. I've been living in Fillmore for fifty two years. I'm sixty one years old. I am a basketball official, I am an umpire, and I am a, a football referee. I've been doing this for twenty seven, twenty eight years, right? And I used to play ball with Sonny with Sonny Parker, with Phil Smith. And Gus Wiz up in Hamilton, you know what I'm saying, and at Petrail Hill Rec Center, when it was some real ballers out there, right? So I definitely know what I'm talking about out oh, here. Oh, yeah. And everybody know who I am. I didn't put in much work down here, guys. Hey. You know and I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all work that y'all put in because y'all know y'all thing. Hey, OG, right? OG, we, we, we love you. How'd you, real quick now, 10 seconds, how'd you get the name Donut? Hey, man, when I was a little kid, man, they had this uh, cartoon. You used to call it Double Deckers, right? 
and they had the little fat kid, right? And he's always eating donuts. So they, on Fillmore Street, they used to have a donut shop, right? And we used to come from uh, football practice, and I would always stop at the day get day old donuts right there on uh, Fillmore and Gary Street, right? Oh, that's good. And they good. just started calling me donuts. That's good. Right? What's your, what's your, what's your favorite? OG, what's your favorite donut? Get it right. The, the twist. The twister, man, the twister. The twister. The twister. The glazed twist. Thank you, OG. Right, OG. That's a good answer. That's top three. Stop there. It's not a chocolate old-fashioned, but right. I get it. I get it. It's a good classic donut, People though. People do like the, the glaze. twister. Yeah, the twist. The do twister. Like the glazed twist. Yeah. The kids do like that. All right. More coming up. Twiller and Dibs. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You are funny, dude. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. All right, uh, been a lot of dubs today. Uh, we're back. We're back. Gosh, this was like... Uh, this was, I, I got to be honest with you, um, and I don't mean this in uh, overall life. It's been a bunch of cool stuff that's happened over the last week. But right. uh, uh, NBA All-Star break, end of the NFL season, and the biggest story we've got out of baseball is apparently uh, people are wearing pants that don't cover their... Uh, <clears throat> Man meat? Yeah. Really? Yeah, so like I'm about huh. done with the whole like there's no sports thing. So, yay, Warriors and Lakers in just over an hour right here on 95.7 The Game. Right. It's about time. It's about damn time. It's about damn time. Yeah. Let's get going here. Warriors Survivor starts tonight. And we did a whole show, and I don't want to end the streak, so I'm just going to say this but not really say it, but we did a whole show without talking about Kyle Shanahan and how he's got to go. He came up. Just in arrogance, arrogant. super arrogant, super jerky. But we didn't talk about the Super Bowl <laughs> loss. We didn't talk about no any of that nonsense. I yuck, yeah, none of that stuff. Yeah, and I didn't even share my my personal bit of breaking news that's uh, Niner related. What is it? Brock Purdy and I are friends on Facebook. Oh, you're not. You want me to show you how that happened? He reached out. No, that's not true. The first part might be true, but the second part is not true. You got a friend request from Brock Purdy? Who are you? By the way, there's no way Brock Purdy's on Facebook. <laughs> Scoreboard. I knew the jealousy would, the jealousy would be no palpable. There's no chance that he's on Facebook. Let me see it. I'll tell you this. We're friends, and you're jealous. No, you're just using words. Show me. All right. Brock Purdy. Friend. He's praying. Uh huh. Friends, wait, 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 I'll walk no, it over. No, yeah, walk it off. Is there's that Brock Prudy? Yeah, there's no way that's Brock Prudy. <laughs> I have an actual real life connection. Wow! Give me the computer. Mm-hmm. Brock Prudy. Uh-huh. Friends. Yeah, we're friends. And you're saying that Brock Prudy reached out to you? Yeah, of course. And that his his handle is at Brock Prudy 108. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, buddy. Count it. All right. My dentist is friends with Brock Purdy's now wife. <laughs> That's an actual story. Actual truth bomb. Okay. okay. I missed all that. Uh, official contact of Brock Purdy. Let's see, view Iowa all State of, alum. View all of the Brock Purdy Jesus lover Facebook profiles. Seems legit to me. See all Count it. public and hands and hands and hands. Yeah, that guy's not on Facebook. Score it. There's no chance that guy's... <laughs> he and I. <laughs> Can you Me, him, and Jesus. He reached out. We're close. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what'd that look like? What'd he say when he reached out? He said, uh, me and you <laughs> and JC, let's be friends. I said, I'm in, Brock. So get him on the show, Dibs. Yeah. You won't. <laughs> I'll reach out. I'll send him a DM because we're friends. Big book Brock. See if we can get him on the show. All right. That's exciting. Good yeah. for you. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. That's fake. But anyway. anyway. <laughs> You're jealous. It's <laughs> cute. <sighs> um, you don't want to talk about the baseball pants? I haven't seen the baseball pants. I don't know exactly what what it is we're going to talk about. So there's pants oh, there's nothing to talk that about. baseball players wear. This is, that, called, this is called a kicker story, Dibs. We're at the end I know, of the show. But I know, yeah. but I can't. I can't kicker. talk about it unless I know exactly what it is that we're like, talking you about. Know how, you know how, like, when the news is like, let's go to the zoo. Totally. Look, uh, and in fact, this is a story today. Apparently, the San Francisco Zoo is very bummed because pandas are coming back to California. Not Pablo Sandoval. Actual pandas. And they will be going to San Diego. Of course. Yeah, of course. Hello. San Diego Zoo. The Marquee Zoo. That's the zoo. Yes. <laughs> uh, so what do I need to Google in order to participate in this conversation? Baseball Lucas? pants. All right. Baseball so pants. is this the first year Fanatics is in charge of uniforms? Is that what's going on? Uh, apparently. Apparently. I don't, I'm not all up on the story either. You sound like you're more up on it than I do. It's, I don't search stuff like this out. When I see headlines or even Guru being like, apparently there's dudes junk all over the internet. I'm not it. like, ooh, Let's Google fanatics, dudes junk, and see it. I don't want to see that. Oh, it's just I do. highly memeable. Well, it's, it's all over the internet. It's know? absurd, is what it is. Like, I mean, I know that it's fun and it's funny, but it's I, just I, weird. They're well, like see-through. Yeah. Once again, Major League Baseball at Who's times league? conducts itself as your local little league. Like this is what happened. This has happened multiple times in my life, either as a dad as a or, or a coach, with, with Little League. Like last year, everybody got their uniforms. My team, they're like, ah, uh, yeah, the supplier. The guy who does it lives in Oakland, and he didn't do it. Just like no uniforms. So now all my kids are wearing small, dirty, stained uniforms. Fine, no big deal. They're nine. We'll get over it. Right, right. This is Major League Baseball. This is... Pornography is what this is. Oh, you're looking at it. Do you it want now? me to walk the, the computer walk over? Walk it over again. I haven't seen it. These pants are see through. There's a picture of Casey Schmidt. Right. He brought this one up. Mustache of the day photo. And I mean, yeah, the Giants have since deleted this, by the way. You, I bet. I don't even, you don't even look at his mustache. And again, I'm, I'll show you. Just hold it up. You don't need to walk it over. I don't need it to be up close. Just hold it up. Oh, you need to see it up no, close. No, put it right next to your Brock Purdy Facebook conversation. We're friends. Yeah. Hold it up. Uh, okay. Let me see it. You you won't really be able to see what you need to see. Here, I'll show you the Padre one because the Padre one oh, is straight up porn. I heard this. Is, is it Tatis? Mm, Tatis. Uh, That's not a tail between his legs. <laughs> And you can cut that and save it because that's a fact. I don't. I mean, and it, no, yeah. I've got. I've honestly. Here's the other one. It's, these pants are see-through. You can see. Oh yeah, you can through see through in see the their shirt pockets. tail. Yeah, yes, you can see the I mean, pockets. what are we doing, Major League Baseball? I don't know. I have so many questions. Like pornography. Rec recent questions, <laughs> dude. This one, it's porn. Did we ever? I'm play, sorry. Did we ever play the Jeff Passan thing? Remember Jeff Passan last week? I bet you saw it. Jeff Passan, and I think this came out on like Friday, and Jeff Passan is on MLB Network or ESPN or whatever the hell they're doing, 
and and they throw to him about the A situation, and he just starts cackling. He's just laughing. And, and and he's like, it will surprise absolutely no one if this relocation ends up going absolutely nowhere. And and he went in. He's like, you would not believe around the league how many people, and even in politics, who are dealing with the A's, and they come away from their dealings with the A's, and they're like, is this real? Is this actually? Like, is it, this is a professional baseball team? Right. And and I know it becomes very passe and easy to just rip John Fisher and, and Cavill and the A's, but my brain goes to a different spot. Like, you know what I mean? It, it, here would be my example. Let's say, because you can do this, there are certain like companies that, that do O&Os. You know what an O&O is? Yeah, all owned right? and operated. All right. So let's say I bought a Subway. All right? I'm going to do Subway sandwiches. I love the meatball sub, 12-inch Italian bread. I love that. I'm going to buy a Subway. I'm going to sell sandwiches to kids in my neighborhood. But but this is going to be my thing now. I'm going to go out in front of my Subway. This is going to be my little quirk. I'm going to turn all the letters upside down so that it looks like something I can't even read. I haven't done the homework to know what Subway upside down. Or maybe I do it backwards, and it would be... Yeah, bus. <laughs> yeah, bus. That's what I'm gonna do, cause I'm I'm different. What do you think Subway would do? They would uh, probably file a cease and desist. Thank you, and insist that you put the letters the correct way. So why has Major League Baseball not done that to the A's? Because they want them to be in Las Vegas. They do. I think it's not going well. Well, all the owners, the owners voted unanimously. I don't, I don't think they're going to be in Las Vegas. I think they're going to end up at a high school in Utah or right. something. Like, why has baseball not been like cease and desist? All right, they're giving us one now, so we have to go because there's a Warrior game, everybody. And what's coming up is Evan Giddings with Warriors Live, brought to you by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. Here we go. We've got sports in an hour. It's going to be amazing. You want to do it again tomorrow? Yeah. All right. Let's do it again tomorrow. For Dibs, for Grandy, for Lucas, I'm Mark. Shoot your shot. It's all you got. That's not a tail between his legs. This is pornography. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 